0: Hello and welcome to the Wad Fam Chalk Pod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, this week we are talking about episode 627 of Adventures in Odyssey. This one is called Life in the Third Person, part two. Shortly thereafter, part one. Yep. One one week, as far <laughs> as airing goes, of that show and this show, provided nothing catastrophic happened in between, you know, the mm. airing of last week's episode.
1: No national security crises or anything, or crises, as it as it were, crises,
0: Uh, crises, crises. The day, Andrew. (laughs) This is
1: my favorite walk in love shirt.
0: Word association. The game.
1: Welcome back,
0: friends. Didn't you miss this so much?
1: Dylan, let's talk about this episode. Uh, what's the what's the cast situation looking like?
0: I mean, it's the the same as last episode. Oh my
1: gosh, you're right. It is. It it's, is the it's second wild. part.
0: Wild, and the uh, writer director still Paul McCusker.
1: Glorious, with just heavy heavy handed notes from Kathy Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we have to imagine. <laughs> Um, yeah. There's... Either
1: that or he had some, like, really good relationship therapy with his wife recently, and he's just, you know, feeling particularly insightful.
0: Which, I, I, I'm here to root for that, you Yeah. Know. I mean, this is... post his conversion to Catholicism. Wait, what?
1: Paul McCusker? We've talked about this on the show, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just keep forgetting that he went from evangelical to Catholic.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's huh. it's wild, but yeah, I think that I think that's two
1: thousand five. So there you go.
0: Maybe he's just overall in a better headspace at this point. Nope, ties that bind still hasn't come out yet. Yeah, no. it's not in a better headspace. I take it back.
1: Well, was the ties that bind pre or post Pope Francis? <laughs> that's my question. <laughs> what's Paul McCusker's opinion on the new Pope? Yeah,
0: and what's Paul McCusker's opinion on the young Pope? <laughs> that was really good. <laughs>
1: probably equally concerned is my guess (laughs) i don't know
0: how about netflix's the two popes
1: yes the two popes and good uh, movie
0: watched it with your brother really yeah oh nice i think so pretty sure huh
1: yeah nice i've been meaning to watch it but i got turned off by the fact that there was subtitles in the beginning of it and i wasn't like up for you know reading the movie i was watching Uh,
0: poor poor andrew i
1: know i know It's it's a privileged life i leave
0: yeah the weebs um, must hate you. They do. They
1: do. I'm, I do watch anime sub, though. I am, I am a firm believer in sub. Mostly because American dubs just hurt my ears a lot. And I feel like it doesn't discredit <laughs> to uh, what's actually trying to happen.
0: Sure, unless it's like vintage. You know, mm-hmm. Speed Racer. Great. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Speed Racer. Um...
0: Astro Boy. Those are the two that I could think of.
1: Yeah, uh, um, Naruto has a really good dub. Um, there's a handful of other ones that that have like. Oh, Cowboy Bebop has a really good
0: American dub. Okay, there, there you go, folks.
1: This has been Anime Corner. Yeah, the first and only time. <laughs>
0: uh, you know what? We could get we we've got we've got plenty of friends who live in that sphere who could come on the podcast. Actually, oh, yeah, certainly. If it didn't come up, Andrew Taven loves to talk about anime. So really? if it didn't come up in his episode, uh, if we ever have him back, it'll come up. What do you mean, if? When we have him back, we're talking about anime, Andrew. <laughs> uh, what's the most anime Odyssey episode?
1: Oh, that's hard. Right? It's gotta be, like...
0: They're, 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 those are pretty diametrically opposed...
1: Things, things.
0: yeah.
1: Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean I feel like it's gotta be one of the Imagination Station episodes. Oh,
0: maybe. Yeah. Like... Wait. <laughs> this is the worst take. Is it the night travelers episode of the of the of the show?
1: Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was thinking of with, um... the, with not Blackard as the villain. Guys, yes. listen to our listen to our bonus podcast hey, in please. which we covered the night travelers.
1: Oh yes, it was roughly 15 minutes of I'm still holding out for Foss
0: to come back
1: yeah I'm hoping so I mean goodness he
0: doesn't that's our waste of Earl Bowen
1: (laughs) fair fair speaking of Earl Bowen Odyssey
0: (laughs) speaking of Odyssey promo next time
1: on Adventures in Odyssey Mandy lies on a hospital bed what happened I was trying to fly. It gives Mandy time to think. Mandy lies in the hospital, knocked down by a car, and she's all alone. She wonders why she thought being alone would be a good thing. Be sure to listen to the next Adventures in Odyssey.
0: Good promo, but they made Mandy seem so sincere about trying to fly fly. in that...
1: (laughs) No, it definitely could have been like a kid ties a kite to his right. back and jumps no, it, off a roof. It makes situation. it sound like
0: this is an Icarus adaptation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was trying to fly. I went on that one imagination station adventure and I really thought I could I could touch the sun.
0: Yeah, and then my wings melted off cuz wax. Cuz wax. He uh, just used tar, it wouldn't have been a problem. This tar I'm melts. It was a joke, Andrew. Okay, fair. <laughs> it was a tar and feather joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. My bad for not seeing that one coming.
0: <laughs> no, it's honestly my bad for trying to make that joke.
1: Hey, man. And, uh, what? Episode 169? No, 159. <laughs> Wasn't last one 158? Probably. I want not say this is 159. Okay. There's been bound to be a few duds every now and then.
0: No, all my jokes are great. Otherwise, they get cut. Mm-hmm. You do have the
1: master leverage in that regard. <laughs> Mine, on the other hand, only the bad ones make it in the show. Oh yeah, yeah, I
0: cut. Guys, you have no idea how funny Andrew actually is. Yeah, no, it's it's. I cut out all the gold because you know, I gotta I gotta make myself look better. Yeah, can't I, be can't be one upped by this boy across the table from me.
1: Well, I don't even you know produce the show or anything like that. You can't just have you know your color commentary come in and steal all the limelight.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's good. It's it's balancing. Um, speaking of balancing, Mandy was not balanced when she got hit by that car, which is where this episode picks up.
0: Man, we we're just killing it with the segues this, this episode. And Mandy wouldn't have gotten hit by the car if she was on a segway.
1: Amen, amen. And she wouldn't be in the hospital if she was hit by a segway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That'll preach. Um, Mandy lies in the hospital.
1: Yeah, she says she's feels that's, silly that's, that's pathetic, her internal
0: narration which all persists
1: this episode which is delightful honestly I, I want more odyssey characters and episodes and i recognize that it's kind of a gimmick and whatever and they end the episode in such a way that they gimmicks don't. are good i love gimmicks i think this is a great gimmick it could definitely be brought back yeah i think a uh ooh, i mean it makes perfect sense give jules an internal monologue episode
0: mm, yeah
1: perfect Maybe sure book. buck post the loss of his father however
0: that happens nah dude he's just going over to africa yeah or maybe he lives with connie and the rest of his family goes to africa (laughs) we'll see what happens
1: we'll find out look (laughs) totally not be disappointed
0: we'll make sure to sync up our leonard melzner saga episodes with whatever they wind up doing with will ryan so that it makes thematic sense
1: yes that's the kind of commitment we have to this show
0: oh yeah we're all about making thematic sense
1: speaking of which tune in next week where we cover the aloha oi (laughs) three-parter
0: right which is totally relate i mean dude what did you think we were gonna cover after the divorce saga two families going on a goofy hawaii vacation duh Full disclosure, Andrew picked the episodes.
1: Yeah, Dylan is not excited, but Andrew is very excited. I'm excited
0: for Andrew to get to pick episodes. (laughs) I feel like I should have picked better episodes. What are you... Dude, they're going to be fun. It's going to be great. Oh, it'll be a blast. I love them. Look, we need to stop talking about what we're going to do and just talk about the episode. Oh, yes. So Connie shows up at the hospital inexplicably. Yeah. The last episode ended with... With Rachel getting the call. Mm -hmm. And then this episode just didn't have that. And it also... I really appreciate Connie in these episodes. I love Connie. I do not want less Connie. Mm -hmm. It's weird that she's here... And also, I kind of wish we had Elaine instead in this oh, opening yeah. scene, just because like oh, we've gotten to see Elaine as like the mother figure, mm-hmm. and we got to see her support Rachel last episode, and I would just have loved for her to like walk in with. Mm-hmm. I guess it is. This, it's probably enhanced by this just being Mandy and her mom, mm-hmm. but there there's cool stuff they could have mined if pseudo mom was there as well.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: But Connie is. Great. I once again. I don't know how she's here. She talks about she accidentally walked into a room where they were putting a bunch of stitch stitches into a guy's head. Yeah. Which like do they? They don't do that in like no, a no. room that you would stay in in a hospital. No. So she walked into like a doctor's office. Or, like, an operating room? No, yeah,
1: she walked into an operating room. She's in the opposite wing of the hospital she's supposed to be
0: in. (laughs) I mean, it's Odyssey Hospital. It's probably got one wing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, probably two wings and then maybe some thighs and breasts somewhere.
0: Wow. Tar and feathers as well? (laughs) Yes,
1: oh, naturally. (laughs) That's in the ER, of course. Um, Yeah, but Connie talks... I mean, Connie talks to uh, Mandy about their divorce and Mandy kind of confesses, you know, how weird it was when she got to the hospital and they were like, you know, we need to contact your parents. How do we do that? Mm -hmm. And she's like, actually, I don't know. Um, And this is a really excellent moment where Mandy doesn't really understand what she's experiencing, but Connie, having had the previous experience, comes in and is able to, like, give really good language to Mm -hmm. it. Like, she says... Like, their breakup makes a lot of smaller fractures. Yeah, I also have that written down. So good. It's like, it gives me kind of, like, when a rock hits your windshield while you're driving on the highway, and obviously your windshield doesn't shatter, it just kind of splinters off in a bunch of different directions. Um, Gives me that kind of a mental picture. And it... It makes a lot of sense because, you know, the fact that she didn't know how to get in touch with her parents, while it is serious in this instance, it's really just a small fracture of this much bigger thing. Yeah, Um, for sure. And she talks about escaping from the pain. Um, Yeah, and Connie talks about not being able to to
0: escape. Yeah, she wanted
1: to run away because Mandy wanted to run away. Um, And she wanted to escape from the pain and she kept running, but she kept feeling like she was being dragged back into it. And really, Mm -hmm. you know, escapism turns out doesn't work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Mandy talks about really struggling with not being in control Mm -hmm. during this, which really hit me as a person who loves control and loves to know what's going on Mm -hmm. and loves to influence things Mm -hmm. that level of helplessness is so rough Mm -hmm. and she also has the uh, just a really solid line talking about how everyone is less happy than before Mm. and i think that that is such an important detail as we come to a close on This arc and where it ultimately ends Mm -hmm. is this thing that it's like they have stretched this out for a while and where we've had moments where it seemed like with Steven getting his new job and whatnot, like things were exciting Mm -hmm. for those people. But like the dominant thing, because we've been going at this from Mandy's perspective and from her brothers is just like the unhappiness. But when she puts it into words here, you can see like, Oh yeah. Especially building off last episode, like nobody has gained anything here.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: Like they separated, they separated because like they couldn't figure out how to make it work. Mm -hmm. But separating also didn't fix anything yeah Mm -hmm. which i think is just like a good template for how this can go and the kind of story they're trying to tell here versus other stories of separation and Mm -hmm. divorce which go differently yeah Mm -hmm. like i yeah i
1: think well, divorce is very common in shows and everything like that. And you obviously get presented a lot of different situations and relationships of one party benefiting more or less from the separation and having reasons and, you know, ways that they perhaps, you know, either abuse them emotionally or physically, or, you know, weren't respecting boundaries. Um, yeah. But you don't see any of that presented in this narrative. No. And so the, what we're left with is just, kind of everybody is not happy right
0: (laughs) the way the way it is portrayed through this through this arc is very much that like things fell apart because they stopped working to keep them together Mm -hmm. not because of any clear wrongdoing from either party any... There was
1: no infidelity. There was no
0: abuse. There no. Was, no. There, I mean, some verbal jabbing and whatnot yeah, yeah, that we really yeah. saw in that first episode with mm-hmm. Liz at the dinner table. Yeah. Um. So there was definitely, there definitely tension. Mm-hmm. And I think for that, the time away has definitely lessened the tension. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, not since the catastrophic mandy puts on a play mm-hmm. and casts her parents as themselves yep <laughs> has there been tension that we've seen in their relationship yeah it's been some frustration some un- understanding some resignation
1: yeah a lot of kind of just What's the, there was a word i was looking for that's not resignation apathy (laughs) (laughs) never mind it's okay
0: but yeah it's just it really it really goes to show here of just the the like it it makes for their coming back together to make more sense oh yeah it's a thing that we were struggling with a bit last episode Mm -hmm. we were like all right, if this thing just goes, is like, hey, we didn't pray. And it does do that to an extent. Yeah. But I think little things like this mm-hmm. really hit home mm-hmm. for what they're trying to do here.
1: Well, and they've, they've also done a very good job of showing both sides of the story and showing David's perspective kind of evolving. Or even if his perspective stayed the same, the way that he's communicating his feelings has evolved from being kind of blindly optimistic to being resigned to being actually actively frustrated. Yep. Um yeah, no. Uh, this opening scene is really incredible. Um Connie makes a comment like, you know, we we aren't free in control as much as yeah. we want to be free and in control of our own lives. We most of the time we, we don't have that. And obviously that's what got um that's what got Mandy in the in the accident in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah, and
0: Mandy gets to have the like added vulnerable great moment of just being like i am mad at god mm-hmm. i can't even pray at this point yeah and connie's like yeah i figured <laughs> yeah this is the thing <laughs> which I, is good. <laughs> I, I adore in this scene is connie going yeah that checks I, out look yeah i get it that's what we're here for
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's why all these other people were praying for you
0: which just, yeah, that is a thing that we talk about all the time on this show, and I talk mm-hmm. about all the time in my life, but just, like, that the church is really bad. The church can be really bad at partnering with people who are going through hard stuff mm-hmm. without just trying to shove a solution at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially this, they're kind of forced to, in this... Not have a solution because it's out of Mandy's control. Yeah, and so I love, yeah, I love Connie just being like, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. Mm. I I trust that if I give you space and whatever, God can work through this. Like you'll come around. Yeah, but I'm not going to sit here and chastise you for being mad at God. Yeah, or or say, well, if you would just. Like, you know, you can't be mad at God. Like, he's gonna work this for good. Just, you know, get back on your knees and praying and it'll it'll work out. Like, there's a very easy ver- rewrite of this scene you could do like that mm. that sucks. Yeah. And so I love the depth of just like, hey, what if you, like, work through this mm-hmm. to... Yeah, like, what if, we what, just- what, if we, what if we don't force you to come to a solution right here, and just acknowledge your pain, and be like, it's fine, and I get it.
1: Yeah, I would, I would argue that's the example set forth by Christ, where, I mean, he offers alternatives, but he does not command such things, and when he encounters people suffering, he does not be like, what are you doing, you idiot? Like, pray to God about it. Like, he's like, no, God is coming to you. God is, God is here holding space for you and providing love and support in this moment. And then once you've secured that space, once they feel safe, then they're able to look and with clear eyes see the the wondrous path and opportunity that, you know, a truly different way of living has for you. Um, this this scene ends with Mandy crying um, and wanting to conceal it from her mom, which is a cool little, obviously, continuation of what we've seen previously and connie being Mm -hmm. here to witness all of this is like well don't you think that like she should know and all of this and mandy's just very concerned because she doesn't want to make her mom upset yeah she she doesn't she doesn't want
0: to burden her with this yeah which is a yeah a thing we've seen (laughs) through through these episodes Mm -hmm. is yeah mandy holding back because She's also, like, a good empathetic mm-hmm. human who, like, gets her mom's going through stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, well, and
1: obviously she probably learned that from her mom. And and it's really hard, especially kids going, uh, you know, children of, of divorced parents or parents going through a separation to know how to talk to their parents about their parents' problems especially at, like, in a really young age, like Mandy is, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. if she was, you know, a senior in high school, I'm sure she'd have a lot more comfort being mad at her mom or expressing her feelings more openly. But now it's... I mean, depending. Yeah, depending. Depends. It's, not
0: everyone has that relationship with their parents. Fair.
1: But, um, But yeah, no, I, I'm glad yeah. that we we get it.
0: Um, it's just, it's a great performance by Aria Curzon. Yeah. And... When she breaks into tears, it just wrecks me. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, yeah,
1: yeah, it's so compelling. Her voice acting is just, I mean, it's moving. Yeah. Um, And I
0: care about Mandy.
1: Yep. As previously established. Uh,
0: Then we uh, jump over to Chicago, Mm -hmm. where uh, they're at a diner, and Mm -hmm. David's been whining all day, and his dad is fed up.
1: Yep. He's complaining about the size of his burger, so super sized burger in Odyssey, that'd be a teensy weensy burger, um,
0: which you know new thing to know about odyssey they've got big burgers
1: big burgers i'm I'm not surprised they've got pretty ample sized portions.
0: Now, how big do you think the pizza is at wit's end? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the gentleman's
1: eight inch I think it's an eight inch pie. I think maybe you can special order a 10-inch pie from Witt, <sighs> but I think what he keeps Remember when in the we freezers, found out there's
0: pizza at Witt's end, guys? Yeah,
1: no, yeah, I can't forget it, and it's it's not good. I, my guess is it's got to be like DiGiorno, right? <laughs> Either that. <laughs> it's not pizza. It's DiGiorno. DiGiorno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either that or Wit is absolutely just making it all from scratch, fresh every time for everybody that wants a pizza. You know, he's just got some dough, you know, every day or whatever, and does that which (sighs) power to him if he's got infinite time and money as god why not get into pizza making
0: (laughs) andrew what if they're english muffin pizzas
1: that's frustrating (laughs) that's an abomination we cannot use such i mean i love i love pizza uh, english muffin pizzas i think that they are the next evolution of bagel bites and pizza rolls as well. Next like, evolution. Yeah, I think that they're 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 just tasty. Thinking about
0: a thing that I've had since my childhood is the next evolution <laughs> of something <laughs> is very funny.
1: I think that it, it's the yeah, it's the next natural progression for for bagel bites is to, to branch out into the English muffin territory. It's a bit yeah. a bit wider.
0: Yeah, okay, um, look, we've got a lot to cover in this episode. I can't keep do. derailing us with. Pizza. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> God, so I, wanna, I want an English muffin pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, me too now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Stephen just kind of, yeah, talks about, like, him just, he, I'm doing the best I can, yeah. given the circumstance, like... Try to cut me some slack, and David's just like... Ah, f- 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 sure, Dad, and,
1: you're doing the best you can. Yep. That's why you did absolutely nothing, and we moved away from our problems. <laughs> um, and then he gets a phone call, and it's it's the one-sided telephone call, and uh, you can kind of tell that he got called either by... He got called R- by Rachel. Rachel. He Rachel. says,
0: like... Yeah, oh, Rachel? Rachel?
1: Yeah. yeah, um, About Mandy, obviously. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, yeah, we, we jump... Um, yeah, we jump back to the hospital.
1: Mandy's still talking to Connie. This yep. is when the fact that she t- narrates her life in the third person gets addressed.
0: Yep. yep, and Connie's like, yes, I also used to do that when I was stressed out. Yeah. So, uh, you well, know, it would make sense for Jules to do it. Mm-hmm, it the right? Family. right? Young adult things. I mean, I've been
1: known to do it. it it's happened once or twice in my life. We've talked about. It. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't listen to that episode. We'll yeah. be here. Pause and then, it. Come
0: back. <laughs> and then Rachel shows up. And the nurse continues to have the world's worst bedside manner. Yep. Yeah. She's so bad.
1: Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I can understand it because Rachel's coming in and she just wants to see her daughter. And the the nurse is like, your daughter has not received any painkillers for her broken tibia.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure. However, the nurse getting huffy. True. When she's like can I please see my daughter Yeah, that's... is tough.
1: No, it's tough and it's bad. It's a also, bad look.
0: How far away is the Timothy Center? Because the Timothy Center is on Tom Riley's property, right? Yeah. And never got the idea that that was like hours away.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Like, I know it took a while to get her and she had to like, you know, get a ride from Elaine mm-hmm. back. But like,
1: I'm guessing from, it's been like an hour, maybe, which is more <laughs> impressive for Connie showing up in that hour than anything else.
0: Right, I'm just like, I'm like, it could, right, Mandy couldn't like have been in the hospital. Well, away. and maybe, and, and probably Mandy was in the hospital for a while before she became conscious.
1: Ah, uh, Fair.
0: But still, but
1: still, <laughs> fair. She definitely could have gotten there. Yeah, it's fair.
0: just it's just that thing where I was like, I'm very annoyed at this nurse being like, "Hey, lady, I know your like daughter is in pain, and you rushed over here as quickly as you could, but like you can't talk to her. You just got to go sign some paperwork.
1: I need you to tell me what medication she's allergic to. I'm like, to.
0: I'm like, right. You can let 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 her go in." Give a hug and then come in and be like, "Hey, can we talk through this real quick?"
1: Well, the answer is you just say she's not allergic to anything, and then you walk in. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's most that of too. the time, unless Mandy has some secret alert, uh, you know, a- yeah. allergic relationship to uh,
0: macadamia nuts. nuts yeah. <laughs> I am allergic.
1: Penicillin or something? What do you? I mean, they don't even use that for for broken bones. Just like, is she allergic to ibuprofen? Is she allergic to a Aleve? Like, they're not giving her morphine. Like, <laughs> I understand she's a minor, but, yeah. It seems like, uh, it definitely seems like she could chill a little bit. Maybe a lot of it. Uh, yeah. So, Ooh. they leave the hospital. Manny's mom comes in and everything, obviously. They have a really sweet connection. Um, and then the next scene is them getting home. And Mandy is super excited to see the couch, she narrates it, and like, yeah, I don't know, Dylan, when the last time you had a major injury was, and you came home from being in the hospital, and you are like, finally, a I, different couch to lay on.
0: <laughs> Andrew, I've never been in the hospital.
1: Like, not even for, like, a broken bone or anything?
0: I have broke bones, they've never been casted
1: all right <laughs>
0: Magic. I, I, i'm sorry this is this is my least relatable <laughs> no thing. no it's okay I, i'm I proud had, of you i'm, I'm i have never i've never spent a night in a hospital i've never spent a night in a hospital either okay i've not yeah i've not had like but you didn't you, i mean what about surgery what casting. about getting your oil
1: like uh getting your wisdom teeth removed
0: i have my wisdom teeth andrew Ugh.
1: You nerd <laughs> <laughs> Gosh darn it, Dylan! Suffer a little bit so been, I can relate to you. <laughs> I've
0: been put under once.
1: Was it for oral surgery? Like, do you have to get tooth removed? No,
0: leaves? it was to get a, a thing removed from my scalp.
1: Were you really young?
0: Uh, no, yeah. I've ha- I had the thing since I was very young, but I got uh-huh. it removed when I was I don't know middle schoolish. It's got a yeah. Have you never seen my my head scar? No. Yeah, what? I, I've got I've got this wild head scar, which is why I will never have my hair shorter than it is now.
1: Fair, interesting. Where where is it on on your head? Right there. Jock Squad. And find for, it immediately. For, for reference, it is on the backside of his head, roughly below the occipital lobe, if you know that region of the brain. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll show it to you when we're done recording. Yep. But yeah, now that that's that's my that's my like one one surgery. I had I had some oral work done, but that was all done with local anesthetics. Fair so
1: yeah it's a good time i'll tell you what getting home from surgery is very relieving also if you haven't eaten anything that first thing you eat post-surgery presuming it's not your wisdom teeth is just amazing yeah i did not eat my wisdom teeth (laughs) i i just i love eating wisdom teeth i i went back to the oral surgeon after i got my teeth pulled i was like man can i get some more of those bloody skittles (laughs)
0: oh i should cut that
1: i really hope you do (laughs) but maybe
0: not i don't know if that's too Uh, far the Uh, idea of biting into a tooth is about the worst sensation i can imagine (laughs) Uh,
1: i need to stop recording
0: (laughs) i've yucked
1: myself (laughs) go yuck yourself (laughs) um Anyway, so Mandy gets home, super excited to be home, recovering, and her mom's taking care of her, which is really sweet to see, because obviously she's been out of the picture for the past couple episodes, to see her kind of come in and take a very personal, like, oh, you know, let me take care of you. It's very sweet. Yeah. Um, And there's kind of like a catching up a bit because Mm -hmm. of everything that happened at the Timothy Center. Um, Yeah,
0: well, Mandy, Mandy's just kind of like, hey, can you, how how did things go at the, at the retreat Mm -hmm. and rachel like tries to brush it off Mm -hmm. and then it's just like you know i'm really unhappy yeah (laughs) like i like i i have it's really hit me now Mm -hmm. how unhappy i am
1: which is fair and it's really good to have that kind of
0: that that intimacy and that that vulnerability from from your parental figure yep we love to see it on this show i I mean and everywhere but like it's Especially the show. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, then she, like... She, yeah. she
1: mentions that they didn't do enough to protect their marriage, which leads to what you said earlier, kind of, about... The way that this their relationship being portrayed is not one party, you know, ripping away or no, doing It anything. feels like a drift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just kind of, like, a really... I don't know, dusty piece of art that just gets mm-hmm. dust and dust and dust yeah. and eventually you can't
0: see what's going on. They got lost in the rock and roll. Amen. I mean... away. I genuinely hate that song, so I'm sorry it's I did that. Away. Yeah. It's That song and Wagon Wheel are like my arch nemesis. <laughs> because they're the this is a song that gets broken out anytime like a cover band is performing like when yeah. someone's just like strumming at a bar yeah it's all they always do one of those songs and they are so earwormy yep and i just hate them
1: yeah i don't know how you cook up something that earwormy in a lab but it is truly impressive
0: yep so now i just did that to myself and everyone
1: listening I'm very Congratulations. very upset um <laughs> uh, yeah so <laughs> Again, back to their failing marriage. Uh, Rachel says, like, she's she doesn't know what she's gonna do. She's afraid it's too late. Um to, to kind of, you know, make things better. Uh, and then the information is dropped that David and Steven are coming back on a plane um to to see Mandy, obviously.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we go to the next scene, which is David and Steven on the plane, and they're having a really honest conversation, and this is really when we see david's character kind of come full circle and be very honest in a way that is mature um and less cynical or jaded than we've seen his character be previously where he's Mm -hmm. just he's more vulnerable with kind of the way that you know his dad's relationship and separation has really affected him and how frustrating it's been and all of the ways it's negatively impacted his life and um And you can tell how uncomfortable Steven is made by this. Um, And it it definitely gets spearheaded with uh, David's comment, just kind of being like, well, like, aren't we worth it? Like, why Mm. didn't you make it work for us? Like, I understand it's not good, but like you do have two kids and just make it work for us. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) and the conversation then kind of ends a little bit. um, And, David kind of recognizes that everything he's saying might not change anything. Um, and so he tells his, you know, Stephen that, and, uh, he's like, this probably isn't going to change anything about your relationship with mom. And Steven's like, I don't know. And my biggest praise for this episode, I think, well, maybe not biggest, we'll go top three praise for this episode is, uh, both mandy's parents say i do not know i don't know Mm. at least once in this episode um and i think it's very powerful for kids to to hear their parents saying that they don't know especially when it's stuff that clearly is not like easy not easy and not working (laughs) out like you know it would be infinitely more frustrating for the kids to you know feel like their parents are lying to them or pretending that they have it all together or lying to themselves and saying that they've got it figured
0: out and everything's fine yeah uh, the yeah the other thing I love during the scene is David's talking about his like struggling with his faith mm-hmm. as a result of their separation mm-hmm. which we have obviously seen mm-hmm. but I mean Liz draws a ton of attention to it in like the first episode But it is not. This is David acknowledging it. Yeah. And that's
1: really good.
0: Yeah. It just it makes for a good moment. The other, (laughs) the other thing is, I just I had to keep thinking during this whole scene. They are on a plane. Yes, (laughs) having this
1: conversation. Yes, a hundred percent.
0: He's just like they're on a plane. He's just like out of the blue do you think i'm wrong son yeah <laughs> and i'm just like and they're not like talking in hushed voices at and all, the person and in the, the window in seat the is like
1: yes you clearly are
0: <laughs> yeah i didn't but then you asked me that mid-flight yeah
1: <laughs> um yeah and so then they get back they get back to odyssey yeah Uh, Mm um that's the next scene is them getting back to mandy's house david runs in it's so cute oh
0: he's i i love him as the older brother harassing her so much you faker you like (laughs) they're like be quiet mandy's up there sleeping he's like all right all right walks past "Ah, yeah yeah. i want the truth yeah
1: you academy award winning faker (laughs) like (laughs) that femur's
0: fine yeah breaking out his his best Tom Cruise there for the I want the truth yes
1: exactly and
0: it's it's
1: it's really cute and hilarious and reminds me when I've done stuff like that with my little sister which is yep. just just makes me feel warm and fuzzy yeah um and then we get Stephen and Rachel who are left in the kitchen to talk and excellent audio engineering excellent acting performances it is you can you can hear the tension you can taste it you can smell it it's and the sounds of, like, the coffee uh, the coffee cups on the counters and everything is just incredible. Um, it's very awkward. There's a lot of long pauses, and they kind of decide, like, oh, I'll go make some coffee. Would you like some kind of thing? Um, but, yeah, it's, it's one of those moments that odyssey doesn't do a lot but when they do it's incredible where they can accomplish so much in a scene without using many words Mm. or really extensive dialogue to say where people are at because they've just established it so well at this point and Mm. really the vibe that they're trying to get across is best accomplished through just awkward silence Mm.
0: um yeah yeah and it's (sighs) yeah the the scene between yeah the scene between David and Mandy is so good mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: which is the next one yeah yeah he um,
0: they're they're upstairs in mm-hmm. in their room talking about their parents situation mm-hmm. and he talks about not wanting her to get her hopes up yeah during this mhm and Mandy's like, you remember, like when mom and dad fought when we were kids, and you came into my room, and we held hands and, and prayed. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "Can we do that now?" And he and he, David has the line of the episode, which is, "If you're going to pray because you think God will make them be- get back together," or she she says, "Will you like hold my hand and pray with me?" And mm-hmm. he says, "It depends." Yeah. If you're going to pray because you think God will make them get back together, I won't do it because he won't do it.
1: Just clear the room. Get this man a chair. Get him a, a hat and a scepter, perhaps. He's just absolutely spitting fire.
0: Yeah, it's so good. It's really it, good. It sets up a, a thing. I think there was in a Mandy and Connie conversation earlier where she's talking about why doesn't god just change them Mm -hmm. to like each other again and connie's like you know that's not how god works like he's Mm -hmm. not going to like they have to get there yeah and i love and then yeah this scene just builds so well off off of that because yeah that like the you know you think god will make you get will make them get back together Mm -hmm. you know
1: yeah no exactly and it's it, it, yeah, it go, like you said, it goes back to kind of the concession of control and I think w- the, the naive, uh, you know, just youthful approach to prayer as a kind of genie mm-hmm. wish granter, you know, God is all powerful and if I can talk to him, I can get him to do what I want, which isn't entirely incorrect, but it is it gives a false sense of control that God really wants you to relinquish. Like God, if God's in control, the whole point is that you don't have to be in control to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really, really powerful. And, and Mandy conveys that in this scene where she's like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm praying that God's will is done. Like I'm praying that he would help me see the truth, help me see the purpose of all of this yes. and not that they would get back together, which is what she was doing before. And, and she talks about, you know, doing everything that she thought she could do to make it happen. And, you know, getting on God's good side so that our prayers mean more and all of that. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's so good. And then it goes out, that scene goes out with, with Mandy praying mm-hmm. in this new, very vulnerable, um, honest and just, yeah beautiful beautiful prayer
0: yep uh meanwhile downstairs uh yeah rachel and steven have been are talking and she talks about just like yeah having been through a lot this past weekend and the the stuff that you know yeah she's just been thinking about stuff because of the retreat and whatnot Mm -hmm. and he he talks about like yeah i've been thinking a lot about a lot too and oh, i forget what the exact setup is for this is but yeah he talks about said thinking about stuff while in chicago you know not on a treat retreat mm-hmm. um and then like under his breath he's like you know it was more like uh how not to be a real estate agent retreat yeah and <laughs> she says huh and he says never mind and that is such a McCuskerism, mm,
1: where he We've makes a joke these to the out audience yeah. throughout
0: the show but like that specific joke format mm-hmm. of mumbling something kind of like i feel like george barclay has mm-hmm. done that exact thing a million times. But like the mumble something under your breath mm-hmm. the other person says what and you just don't and you just move on
1: yeah because it's the joke for the audience right for <laughs> yeah. sure
0: and Which, it's not i mean that's not like a trope that's exclusive to odyssey no but it is like i feel like one that gets leaned on a lot and just every once in a while i catch yeah. in these re listens i catch those rhythms and i'm like ah familiar rhythm that is very very odyssey or very mccusker or yeah. whatever that's
1: great though you're you're exactly right i've heard i've we probably will hear Barkley do something in Aloha lot with the kid in Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the comment of, like, well, it won't be easy. And, you know, nothing worthwhile is easy. And, yeah, it's – I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about relationships. I'm not married. I don't have any real success in that respect. But I've, if I've learned anything from my parents, like, 30 plus year marriage it's that it's 90 percent work (laughs) and that's okay and that like you just have to find the person that you want to do that work for Mm. and do that work with and like you know you find your best friend and then you make them your soulmate kind of thing yeah
0: yeah and they do the back and forth they do their back and forth here and of kind of like yeah you say no i'll say what like Mm -hmm. that whole kind of exchange and then Stephen gets to start, which I think works well thematically mm-hmm. um, because he's the one we've seen the least amount of movement from. Mm-hmm. So it's really key that he is, is leading the charge of the right. change. Right. Not for gender roles reasons. Let me be clear. No. But <laughs> no. because of the emotional development we've seen from Rachel, yeah. it Stephen has the furthest to come in concession. He also has the most to lose with mm-hmm. the job and yeah. whatever else. Like, he's... Yeah, gone through a lot here. And so to, he, to see him lead the charge is yeah. very, very appreciated. Um, yeah, and uh, so it just, yeah, they, they he's like, I think we're making a big mistake. Rachel's like, I agree. And then she's like, wait, on what? And he's like, on the divorce. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, I agree. And they're both like, you know, it's not going to be easy. And talk yeah. about it. And yeah, talk about Praying together,
1: yeah, yeah, no, and yeah. praying together is a really cool and special thing. And we, I think we talked about this previously, um, just in this arc, but it is really impactful that it's something that they're participating in together mm-hmm. and it shows kind of just a collective effort, um, which is <laughs> really important in a relationship. Uh, from my limited understanding (laughs) don't don't Uh, fact check me on that I don't know cooperation might not be important for relationships (laughs) we don't know
0: (laughs) Uh, and yeah and we get Mandy kind of monologuing out on her internal monologue Mm -hmm. and she has a great line about giving thanks to God not for what she hopes he will do but for all that he does
1: Mm. amen Mm-hmm. Amen. I feel that so hard. I feel like what I do my my conversations with God consist like 60% thanking him for nature and trees and stuff, and then forty percent complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it <laughs> that's what, like that's the back and oh, forth it's <laughs> like this sucks this isn't going well i need help yeah. yada 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 trees are nice though thanks for yeah. thanks for those leaves though those are pretty cool <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah yeah no it's it's very real and cool and love seeing these odyssey characters talking about prayer in this way mm-hmm. uh, which is I think different from I don't know the way that it's been approached historically
0: yeah it's just it's good
1: and then we get a time jump
0: Yep, right? we to... get we get a final scene do you well let's so this is not the original final scene
1: okay it's, well, it's well, a new it?
0: final scene we'll talk about this one then we'll talk about okay. the other one I think yeah. but so the, this is the only one that's ever aired on the radio mm-hmm. but is not the initial conceit yes for the final scene um but mandy comes into wit's end uh crutchless and castless and mm-hmm. her and connie have have an exchange she talks about things being even better than before mm-hmm. um that her dad's been commuting to chicago but that that's going to end that he's gonna yeah find a way like he's he's gonna be leaving that job mm-hmm. it's just not not fitting with the way their life is now, Name and I was like
1: Connellsville, was yeah. thinking about working in Connellsville. I was like, Probably man, a booming economy out there.
0: This guy, this guy needs some, some, uh, some, you know, post pandemic work from home culture. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know,
1: stay with the kids all the time. Yeah. It's done wonders for me and, and my still, dad's relationship. still be in
0: Chicago. Yeah. Like, still still work for his place. I, I, I guess he's, he's a veterinarian, so I guess that's probably not too much you can do remote, but
1: you know. You probably prescribe pills remotely. Yeah. VR <laughs> veterinarian. <Yeah. laughs>
0: he's going to be a veterinarian in the metaverse.
1: Ooh, I hear those are in demand these days. <laughs> for all those virtual dogs. And those uh, darn sickly, uh, sickly cat emojis that keep
0: the horrible looking apes. <laughs> um, but uh her leg healed faster than usual. Watch him NFT me. is coming soon. Ooh. <laughs>
1: Dylan as a bored ape <laughs> with the headphones and the mic <laughs> and the Powerboy logo? <laughs> make that happen. Michaela? No. Michaela no. bored no. ape NFT. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I would
0: be I think of bored ape Wad Fam chalk pad shirt would be funny. Yeah, we cannot NFT. No, 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 no. no. I have no <laughs> <That> interest. Is, <laughs> I'm just making sure the audience understands that that part is a bit.
1: Yes, not not as much as you would think. Like, there's still some level no, of, of it's seriousness. a bit. It's entirely
0: a bit for me. Get out of here, Andrew. <laughs> Go start your own NFT cast.
1: No, 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 no NFT cast. Just just I just want a board ape like I want a board ape made of my likeness and put on a shirt. I don't even want to own the shirt. I just want to see what it would look
0: like. <laughs> well, uh, Michaela and other artists who listen, you know how to get in contact. Um so <laughs> the uh yeah, the episode then ends with uh with Connie narrating her own life and it makes me smile. Yeah. And in the run up to it, I went Oh, that's right this episode ends in Connie narrating her own life like we're in that yeah. final scene and I had the flash forward where I was like wait Mandy didn't narrate her own life this episode goes out on narration oh yeah that's right it's Connie mm-hmm. it spreads like a virus it does it does spread I, I mean probably
1: that. maybe depends on the virus I think it's less contagious than, than some of the viruses we see these
0: days but yeah it spreads like a virus has way more baggage now than it used to yeah <laughs>
1: I mean, it's it spreads like a uh, like a 2007 virus. (laughs) Hey. Um, Uh, Yeah. So what is this alternate ending, Dylan?
0: Yeah. So the episode initially ended with the Strasburg parents getting back together, but moving to Chicago. Oh. The Strasburgs were going to Chicago. Okay. In part, was because Arya Curzon was moving mm-hmm. and no longer going to be able to do the show. Yeah. Um. However, she decided not to move then. Arya Curzon? Yes. Through whatever circumstances. I don't know her life. Love to and see they it. recorded a new closing scene, which is the one that we get. Mm-hmm. The the original closing scene yeah, had the Strasburgs come to wits end and be eating there and Connie have a conversation with Connie and tell her, "Hey, we're moving to Chicago." Mm-hmm. And then we still end on Connie narrating.
1: Uh, Possibly the same
0: narration. Probably. Um, you can listen to the alternate ending on the club.
1: Oh, interesting. Um, there's a um Yeah, there's a line There's a line in that last scene that seems like it could have been taken from the other uh the other ending where she's like where we live isn't as important as living together which seems like yeah what the other episode was gonna fall
0: down on i have a feeling it's the same ending narration i would have to would have to play it back but um yeah it's it's interesting because they yeah talking about like hey like We don't have to write her off. She's going to be around. Like, we want to do more stories with the Strasberg family. This is the last episode that any Strasbergs appear in, aside from Mandy. Because this is album 49.
1: And Mandy only comes back album 50, right?
0: Mandy is back for two episodes in album 50, barely in one, has another that's pretty central, Mm -hmm. and then is out. Yep. And there is part of me that wishes that
1: they actually just let her move away right. <laughs> that, that we kind of had this yeah. like
0: clean closure to yeah. it the them moving to chicago to stay together as a family i think packs a better weight mm-hmm. than what they then like he gives up that job and moves back though yeah. there's still depth to that mm-hmm. like, no, it makes n- me neither mess. of them are bad um the way but,
1: that the, the, his job was portrayed originally, it seemed like it was kind of, a uh, well, stuff isn't working out here. So I'm pursuing options elsewhere. It works out. So it makes a little bit more sense that he's less invested in it and willing to, you know, give up on it and, you know, find something elsewhere. Um, but yeah, no. Considering the amount of characters in Odyssey that just disappear and don't actually get endings, I uh, the fact that they had this one written out and it was a little they, bit They have recorded more it. More, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had it they had it done. And they didn't, you know, they didn't release it.
0: It's mildly disappointing, but Yeah, yeah. I don't like I said, I don't think it's a big I'm, I'm just, just a, sad that there's no more Mandy. <laughs> big thing they botched. So, the, this is the other thing that I can't totally be mad about is because that one episode that she's there in album 50 mm-hmm. is like core trenton mandy like text uh, and so i do need that episode for uh, my childhood to be complete fair but uh from a like the weird How way old is she
1: in that episode is she in like high school and stuff
0: i don't think so okay
1: so she's still like the same age
0: yeah it's it's the next album yeah. after this um this, here's an, here's the other thing i wanted to talk about from the official guide just kind of putting a cap on this story i thought about bringing it up at the beginning of it but um didn't didn't want to spoil the way this all plays out mm-hmm. so this is this is hubler writing um though i'm sure getting you know input from everyone but often in, in trying to find the balance between role models and reality They've touched on broken families without going into the details of how such things happen and those Mm. consequences. Like, they've. We've run up against a lot of families in Odyssey that are not like your typical family, Mm -hmm. but never. But that's always a thing that's in the past. Mm -hmm. And so this was a thing that they wanted to do, especially with it being a show about families. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's what Odyssey is. Um, but they kind of, yeah, they were struggling with how to do this. and mm-hmm. But eventually kind of decided like the benefits of dramatizing such a story would outweigh the potential problems. Mm. They gave themselves two stipulations, which I think is really interesting. First is that each episode in the arc Needed a strong takeaway lesson. Hmm. Which I think is a solid stipulation. Yeah. We've talked in the past about episodes in bigger arcs where it's just like this episode is just just, serving a function. Yeah. It's just actually Right. It's not actually doing anything other than serving this current story. And I think for a series that gets darker. Yeah. And more real yeah than a lot of it and there's dealing with depression and whatnot like having a takeaway at the end is very important and i think it is incredibly well done where we've also talked about episodes where the takeaway feels very shoehorned in Mm -hmm. and this saga does not do that not at all no
1: and it, it it feels very natural in a we are going to present these complex situations and feelings in a way that is true to our, you know, ministry and our production company and everything, but that is not watered down. You know, you it, are it, still dealing with these emotions and you're still, like, kids are exposed to these feelings, but by taking the, the kid-first lens, we're able to process it in a little bit uh, of a different way compared to, you know, like a like a more adult-geared uh, program that would obviously focus more on the personal shortcomings of both the parents, whereas this this feels a lot more like a, like a very tastefully done episode of Mr. Rogers, <laughs> if I could give it that high of a compliment, where it's like, yes, we can engage with these topics, we can make kids relate to them and feel something to it while also equipping them to move forward with it Mm. to, to not just encounter something yucky and feel helpless, but to encounter something yucky and feel like you learn something about Mm. the bad thing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Cool. Love to see it. I'm so sad that I literally never heard this until this time. (laughs) Like I like odyssey so much more now (laughs) and also hate it more, but you know,
0: (laughs) yeah. Funny what the show does. Um, (coughs) it's like interrogating the texts of your childhood as an adult has implications. <laughs> the other stipulation they gave themselves is that the Strausbergs would not initially divorce but separate and their ultimate fate would be one of healing. Yeah. And I get that. I think yeah. that they I think that they did a really good job of still giving it weight Mm -hmm. while knowing that that's the end game. Yeah. Much like we talked about when Mitch died, Mm -hmm. where it's like going, I mean, going way back in our show, but like where that has dramatic weight in the show, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: even though the writers know that he's not dead. They still, like they don't cheat it. They don't do the thing where he's, immediately back Mm -hmm. or where they immediately reveal that to us they let us live in the world where this dude is dead and the characters have to grapple with that well yeah and i genuinely didn't know if mandy's parents
1: were going to get a divorce or not see me three episodes being like and
0: so that's that's what i yeah i think that this does does very well yeah and they talk about like wanting to model how parents could come back from the brink and kind of that like portraying that there is still hope yeah in this situation yeah that it, like the fate is not decided mm-hmm. definitely which i think yeah is is powerful and and they, I, and they didn't do it in a way that undermined that no because no. the thing you don't want to do in that is set up a scenario in which it can always be solved and your parents will never split up. Mm -hmm. But by having Mandy deeply grapple with what if they don't get back together? Mm -hmm. What does that mean for God? What does that mean for me? What does that
1: mean for life? By forcing
0: her to grapple with that, I think they portrayed well of what could, like, of even if this didn't go the way it did, you're still kind of equipped from these episodes. Are you... Like, it's still helpful. Mm-hmm. It's not a narrative that's going to hurt the people whose relationships don't come back together, I hope. Mm-hmm. I guess I can't truly speak to that because it's not my experience. Yeah. Um, but for my two cents, I think they struck a good balance.
1: No, definitely. Well, and... I mean, it's focused on the family. They're going to have parameters. Obviously, yeah. not getting them divorced right away definitely saves a bit of face and allows them to kind of live in the gray a bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it makes sense that they would make make those decisions. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. I'm thoroughly pleased with this arc, and I'm really surprised that Odyssey did such a good job with it. Honestly. Yeah. Um, even listening to this and then uh, what well, was the episode we covered that had Grady in it um, uh, only by his grace only by his grace uh, the all the Grady stuff and his family during this era mm. of the show they really yeah. they really tried to branch out as far as what kinds of people were represented by the mm-hmm. characters of Odyssey yeah um, and what kind of stories they were going to be able to tell and so it's so cool to see them come through in a very cohesive, collective way that is true but true to the show and what it's always been, but also pushing the boundaries of what the show has done and what, what the show can do and and kind of where we are willing to where we're willing to go with it.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I am so happy we got to cover these episodes. I'm so glad that they held up and that I feel like there was text for me to mine as an adult listening to them. Mm-hmm. Is just like a cool thing that I like that we get to do in this show from time to time.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I can't wait to do that with a Aloha Way. Hey, I'm sure there's gonna be some rich texts plumbed. <laughs> well, look be- before we get to that. Um, I don't know if there's anything you want to plug here. I'm 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 plug free aside from uh, wanted to shout out one. The 10 people who have given us reviews on Spotify. 10 people. We now have a uh, 4.5 star. Heck yeah. On Spotify. I don't know how their stars round. I'd love to get that up to a five, but you know, 4.5 feels good. Better than my GPA. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, <laughs> everybody's nobody's GPA is a four point five, basically. No,
1: I was taking it as a percentage out of hundred, like four and a half oh, out of like ninety percent. Yeah, it's like ninety yeah. percent.
0: Sure, sure. I yeah okay. Um, regardless, then you should have said grade, not GPA. Thank you. You're right. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so so thank you, thank you for the people who left those ratings, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know if those are global or if they're localized like the iTunes ones. Like, I have no idea if you are in Canada, if you see us with 10 ratings at a 4.5, or if you see something entirely different. So, you know, feel free to email me and let let us know. Um, And then, yeah, additionally, just uh, ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, always appreciated. Uh, You know, if you leave a five-star review, we will read it off, and that's always fun, in my opinion. Um,
1: can you read spotify reviews on they're not reviews they're just ratings you're the one who taught me that andrew yep yep yep, yep.
0: um yeah so that is all i've got for this week um yeah as always have a good one and we will see you in a week for episode 256 aloha (coughs) oi part one bye guys bye WODFAM ChalkPod is a presentation of the Linus Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WODFAM ChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WODFAMChalkPod at gmail.com. Life in the Third Person Part 2 was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Osebo and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Fam Chalk Pod.